0: Hello, and welcome to Veins of Gold, Finding God's Treasure in a Dirt-Covered World. This is a podcast from Mountain View Baptist Church in Thomaston, Georgia. Now, let's join Pastor Ryan Christopher as he digs into this week's program. Hey, folks, I'm so glad to be here. I'm uh, talking about a subject that I'm very passionate about today. Not like I haven't been passionate about the Word of God. There's certain certain things in the Bible I love to teach on. There's certain chapters I love to teach on. There's certain things I love to uh, to to uh, just be a part of and uh, express and and uh, get out there in people's minds. You know, a lot of times when I pray, I say, Lord, just allow me, allow me to be able to speak and teach and preach in a way where people can uh, understand the Word. I don't. I don't have a whole lot of big words in my vocabulary to be perfectly honest with you. So uh, I don't use those a lot, but what I want to do, and kind of take this from what, uh, what Charles Spurgeon said in a pair in a Ryan Christopher paraphrase in the Ryan Christopher version, the RC version. And that is this, um, you need to be able to speak to the common person. And if you can do that, if you can speak in the middle ground, if you can talk to the middle ground, then you are talking to both the, uh, those who aren't quite as educated and those who are quite educated. Uh, I just don't have the capacity, I believe, to have a whole bunch of big words in my mouth. Now, having said that, I love preaching and teaching the word. I love to my country, and I believe, uh, I believe today I'm going to speak a little bit on this. And um, you know, I don't know how long it goes. You know, I don't know if it goes the, the full thirty minutes or not. But I, I just want to express some things to you and, and why I believe that that uh, we need to be involved in the political system. Uh, especially as it stands now, but I mean, at all times, at all times, the Christians should be involved. And I am—I'm uh, proud of—I'm uh, proud to be an American. Uh, there are an awful lot of things that are wrong right now. We'll discuss that in just a second. There are an awful lot of things that are wrong in America. There's no doubt. I'm proud to be an American. Most of all, I'm proud to be a Christian and follower of Jesus Christ. That's—that's that's what I'm most proud of. It's most proud. Of? I'm proud of having a good family, and and I'm proud that though my kids aren't perfect, they're they're wonderful and love the Lord and are born again. Uh, I'm thankful that uh, I'm thankful that my wife loves the Lord and that we love each other. I'm thankful for all of those things. I'm thankful for this for this nation, folks. I really am. And we've discussed we discussed uh, you know several weeks ago about about the fact that we need to repent as a nation. All those things Uh, we're not really going to talk about that today. Today, I just want to talk about why uh, we need to be involved. Uh, I could go through a, a list. If I had a list in front of me, what what I would do is I would I would start number one and probably go to number sixty thousand of the things that are happening around us that we need to do something about. Uh, we need to be praying about. We need to be on our knees. We need to be we need to uh, focus on Jesus Christ and His gospel and telling more and more and more people about it. I uh, just preached a sermon on distractions, so I know that politics can be quite the distraction. It certainly can. certainly can. It can be those things that you know, I can stay up at night watching everything and anything political and get myself all worked up and all of those things. Um, I definitely uh, need to be involved. We'll talk about that again, too, in just a second. Um, but I don't need to be so distracted. I don't need to be so distracted that I don't hear what God is saying to me. I don't need to be so distracted that I'm not spending time with him and devotion with him as such. But I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. He does, in fact, God does, in fact, want us involved in politics. Now, before we say Republican or Democrat or anything like that, let's just say right and wrong today. Um, I will tell you a couple of things that are happening. Of course, uh, sex trafficking is 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 uh, an enormous business in the United States of America. Pornography is an incredibly huge uh, problem in America, even amongst Christian uh, men and women. And it is, it's an awful place. It's an awful place to be thinking about awful place that we've got ourselves in, um, in California alone, they have just lessened the penalty for pedo- uh, I say for pedophiles, they've, uh, they've lessened the penalty, uh, for those who sodomize to, uh, if they sodomize a, a minor, they have lessened those penalties. um, they have also done an enormous amount uh, toward sexual education for the middle schoolers. There, that makes it almost explicit. Uh, just uh, garbage, garbage, garbage things. Um, and there have been uh, time after time, laws are being passed uh, in different states that are that lean to one side or the other. But they're being uh, they're, they're enacting immoral laws, folks. They're enacting more immoral laws all across our nation. Uh, there are several things that we need not be proud of in this country and it is it is partially the christian's fault if not if not solely landing on our 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 shoulders and here's what i mean by that Here, when i'm talking about this i want you to understand something we have a responsibility to live for the lord when we don't live for the Lord, there are consequences. Now, there's not, you know, the eternal consequence has been taken care of. If we're born again, we are born again. Now, the hope is you are truly born again. Fruit will bear, and you you'll be able to tell whether or not you're actually Christ by the fruit that you bear. And uh, and and look, when we're thinking about that, the Christians who get involved in sin or sinful life, there has to be consequences. Right now, what I believe is happening in America, around America, in the major cities across America in protest and all of these things what I what I uh, actually see happening as a result it is a result of our immorality. and so having said that what we have to understand is when we look out at that and we see these unbelievers, remember I had someone tell me in fact I had several people tell me uh, this past Sunday night, you know Ryan look what we really need to do is we need to be praying for these people. Absolutely. If that's, if you will do that, if you will sit down and pray for Antifa and all the socialists and all these different things like that, I promise you God is going to honor his word. He's going to work on some of them. Not all of them are going to come to him, but man, we could see, we could see a great revival in all of this folks. What, what an amazing thing. If we could just, if we could bring ourselves to see um, what God is doing in that realm uh, especially if you were able to start a revival in that, that would be, oh my goodness, how beautiful that would be. Uh, so we need to pray. We also need to prepare ourselves for um, more riots if election goes one way or the other, to prepare ourselves for more riots, more chaos, all of those things. But only the only reason we're dealing with this is such a massive um, massive amount. I mean, hurricanes everywhere, uh, immorality across our nation, riots, craziness—just the. I mean, we, it's hard to even list everything. Um, but it is, it is awful out there right now. So, having said that, having said that, because it is, there are certain there are certain things that we can be involved in as Christians that we need to be. Now, when we, when we say politics, well, let me throw this in before I get into some reasons why you need to be involved in it. Because this should, um, this should move, you know, fairly quick. Uh, this is one thing I want you. To, you say, well, "Ryan, should I, you know, contribute to a political party?" Well, let me promise you this: what, Whichever one you think is godliest, whichever party you believe is is acting most close to Jesus Christ, in the sense that um, standing for what is right, um, pushing what is godly, um, legislating. In a godly way. Now, they're, neither of them doing perfectly, but the one that's doing the very best to live up to biblical standards. And then you say to yourself, "Okay, should I contribute to him? Absolutely, you should. Sure, you should. You know, you shouldn't take it out of your tithe and your your offerings and things like that. Just as you know, it, it it's one of those things given to Caesar what is Caesar and to God what is God's. I mean, it's just you know, it actually all of mine belongs to God, and I know that. But there is a certain amount that I will then I will send uh, political candidates. Uh, and look, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You don't have, you say, well, Ryan, I don't have a lot of money. Okay, let's say you have 20 bucks. Say you have $20. Okay, these people really do need this money to run. Okay, it is expensive to run for office. So here's the thing. If you have $20, break it up into $5 increments. Give $5 to each of these candidates. You say, well, they're not going to care about that. Well, you know, maybe, they're not, they, maybe they don't even see that you gave any money. It's just this computer that you're you're sending, but they it adds up. And every dollar adds up. So, you know, if you have a hundred dollars, you could give five dollars to 20 different candidates that you believe in. Each one of those dollars matters. Uh, and it's very, very important that you get involved that way. You know, Ryan, why should I be involved? Look, you know, first of all, what you need to understand is we have an absolute need for government. Okay. We we have we have such a messed up group of people in this land. And I'm one of them, I guess, in the sense that you know, I'm not perfect. But I'm trying to live for Christ. And you're trying to live for Christ. But there are some, I'm telling you, there's some people out there who are anti-Christ. They are out there to destroy everything, Jesus. And we don't want, we do, we cannot let them legislate in our land. The wickedness of the people that you put into office. Oh my goodness. And listen, will God allow wicked people to go in office? Yes, of course He will. I mean, if that's what you that's what you vote for, if that's what you get out there and, and push for, and yes, yeah, sure he will, and will result. The result will be the result will be um, uh, discipline like we've never seen before, and I mean discipline in the sense that we'll be uh, punished by that very leader we put in, and that that God allowed to go in. But we have a twist, twisted, we have a twisted group, folks, and, and the rebellion against God is is uh, is is incredible. It, it's so blatant. It, people don't care anymore. You know, the burning down of someone else's building, the stealing, the the uh, the shootings and all of these different things. Um, you know, it just results in all this stuff results in, in, in craziness, chaos, anarchy, all of those things. And we need it. There is a need for government to have, you know, laws and keep things in order. You know, I got, I, listen, our God is a God of order. Think about this your body's, your body's alone having to regulate a certain temperature. And, you know, we're dealing with this COVID thing and fevers and all that kind of thing like that. But when your body regulates away from 98.6, it was just, I guess the, the norm, I suppose, uh, when your body regulates away from that, then, then you, you're, you begin to get sick in one way or the other. And so there's a, there's, a need for order, God. If if something gets off kilter in your body just a little bit, sometimes it can mess you up so much. If you look at the universe itself and the the orbits of the of planets and moons and all of these different things, their orbits and they have to be perfect. They have to continue to be for perfect order. Somebody says to you know to me they say, "Ryan, you know I don't like." organized religion. Well, I tell you what, why don't you try unorganized religion for a little while? See how that works out. I promise you, I, pr- I promise you, you will appreciate organized religion before you know it. So, look, we have a need, we have a, a a need for government, there's no doubt. And you know, we have a, you know, a civic responsibility if you will, um to get out uh, you know, it, it, here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's all, there are all kinds of issues. And somebody will say, well, you know, poverty is the issue I'm worried about. Well, you're always going to have the poor with you, but you, we should be reaching out to help them as best we can. Okay. There's an awful lot of poor out there that need our help. Um, and, uh, for those of us who have lived in, um, American type poverty, uh, I can tell you, I've been all over the world and there's a difference between American poverty and poverty in uh, third world nations. Uh, there are some parts of America that seem like third world and I get all of that. But we have a responsibility to take care of people but here's the thing we also have a responsibility to make sure that the system we have can continue to take care of people and so that's that's one of the biggest things we need to we need to you know be engaged in politics and we need to be engaged in our in our civic uh, organizations we need to be engaged in those so that we can influence in the in the name of Jesus so that we can be you know a part of all that's going on and teach them about Jesus and teach them through our life but also teach them through our words and and uh, and, and the word of God and and here's the thing by being involved and think about this by being involved in the political system by uh, being involved in the political system you can you can help build your community spiritually because you're going to be speaking about the lord if you're just out there ranting and raving and cussing about what's going on in politics and not bringing jesus into the equation then we got ourselves drunk. We'll run into a separation church and state. Well, look, don't let me don't let me go there. Everybody in the world knows that's not what Thomas Jefferson meant, in the way it's being interpreted today. Okay, what he means in all of that, what he means in all of that is that the state doesn't have a right to come in and tell us how to worship. Bottom line, bottom line, they've been doing that lately, but they don't they don't have a right to do that, um, and we don't have a right to impose any religion on any one person. We impose it. But it doesn't. That should never stop someone from being able to express themselves uh, in faith, and uh, that is that is of utmost that is of utmost important. One of the one of the other things is listen, listen. But you you got to make There are no limits to, to government if we don't. Okay, the you know the power you know the power they have. Look, look, look. Think that's what most of these people are going into this for is power, and the power that governments have. I mean, you. The only power they have has been loaned by God. God has all the power, all the glory, all the honor, all of the praise. He's supposed to have all of that, but somehow we get in there borrowing some of that from him, and we think it's because of us that we're something, okay? At least when if, when you're involved in a political system, you can limit the government's power. That was the whole idea behind the Constitution, okay? That was the idea behind the Constitution and and and, and working hard to see I mean, these guys debated and debated and debated this these issues over and over and over again. I mean, they did this over and over again. They debated, they debated the Second Amendment. Everything that you see is something that's been hammered out and and fought for and believed in and, and all of these things. We can limit government. That's the whole idea. That's the reason behind the Constitution was to limit the government. I remember when Obama, uh, uh, President Obama said, you know, that he was upset with the Constitution because basically it, it it didn't allow the government to do enough. Well, that's the whole idea. You keep government out of it because government screws it up all the time. I mean, it's something we gotta we've got to keep government out of. I mean, it, it just makes sense. It just makes sense. There, there we can limit government. We know we we're not God. We we don't have that, we don't have that uh distinction. And so then, while we're here, we can put people in in place that can live for the Lord and can legislate for the Lord and who believe in the Lord, and we can go from there. And you know, and here's the thing: God didn't give us, you know, God didn't give us this super um, plan just throw it down like the Ten Commandments. He worked through the founding fathers to create a document that would be good for all people, all races, indeed. They didn't know it at the time, but this thing is good for anybody who wants to take hold of it, grab it and, and use it and, uh, and all those things. And so, you know, you look at, you look at how the Bible set these things up. I mean, they had rulers, they had, they had, uh, kings, they had, uh, um, rituals and priests and tribes and all these different things, the higher hierarchy and all of this, they had that. So it's okay that we have these things, you know, the Congresses, the state Congresses, all those things, but we got to make sure that they are following the word of God. There's, um, You know, in the New Testament, it basically is teaching us, uh, teaching us to be good citizens, uh, to obey as best we can until it becomes something that is defying God, and uh, do everything that we can there. And bottom line is, we have a moral commitment to be involved in politics. There's just no, there's no doubt about it. We have a moral commitment to be involved in politics. We we sit there and say, well, that's immoral. That's not right. Well, okay, then what are you going to do politically? to get that changed. And look, I'm not, again, I'm not saying that politics is a cure-all, but that's one element we can work with and work on to get back in the right shape. You know, everybody, everybody ought to be involved. I don't care how, how old you are, how young you are. It's crucial that, that, uh, that we get, that we get, uh, informed. Um, that's going to be one of the main things that we do. And, uh, we have to, here's and i got this written down right here we have to have a christian commitment to politics meaning that everything go through the lens of christianity now a lot of people don't like to hear that a lot of people don't like to hear that we want it to come through the lens of christianity well tough because that's exactly what we want to happen when we look at this and we say okay i want i want to be involved okay i want to be involved well, what do you believe i believe the bible okay what does the bible say well and this is what it says okay and we go from there and we don't compare it to old testament laws and things like that we compare it to, are we loving our neighbor? How can you be not involved in politics and love your neighbor at the same time? Because what you're doing is you're trying to vote vote for something that you desire for a nation, that you desire for your area, if it happens to be a local a local vote or something like that, that you are involved in this. The only way to love your neighbor is not the only way. One of the ways to love your neighbor is to be involved in politics. Um, you know We have a you know, historical commitment. I mean, God... God has given us the right to vote He's given us the right and, and, and it's the freedoms he's given us and the, the Constitution that he helped us through to get and our ability to vote and our ability to put people in office that we um, that we believe are going to be most Christ-like Now I realize there's fraud, fraud across the land but I am believing I am believing that uh, that Christians can overcome that problem. And can be involved. History says, given the right to vote, so many people would give that up rather than have to be uh, unsafe or scared or cautious or any of those things. So we—I'm just be honest with you guys. We've got a historical commitment to be involved. We've got all these things. We should—we uh, should become better informed. Here's one thing we ought to do. You say, well, Ryan, how, how do we get involved in politics? You need to be better informed. You need to read about the issues. You need to be read, reading about what you need to be reading about abortion. You need to be reading about gay marriage. You need to be reading about uh, poverty. You need to re- be reading about um, hard work. You need to be reading about commitment and devotion and all of these sweat equity. You need to be reading about all these things so that you have a working knowledge of all of these things, and you don't have to worry about uh, about not having uh, the knowledge when you begin to get into debates and all those things. You say, "Listen, I remember reading about this, or I remember seeing that." Or I remember doing this or doing that, folks. It's good stuff. This good stuff. We should be um we we should be praying. We should be praying for those that we vote for. Praise God. We ought to be praying every day. We ought to get on our knees and pray that they'll they'll make godly decisions, folks, because we can't always guarantee that. There's no way to guarantee that. Um. Except to pray and say, God, would you please? And I'm just praying this now to my Lord, God. Would you please put people in office, men and women in office, Lord, that will serve you and will guide and be guided by you and your precepts? Please, Lord, put those people, put those people in office. Um. We so that we can know that we're going in the right direction for a change. Oh my goodness gracious, that's it's incredible. Uh, it's just incredible. Uh, we can, we should consider, we should consider who we're voting for. You need to know. I remember, um, certain political party got so mad when voter guides got, got sent out in church and basically it was like, look, these are, this is where they stand on the biblical issues. We're not telling you who to vote for, but this is a sheet telling you where they stand on biblical issues. And you need to know that as a voter, you need to know that. And so I hope that you are, I hope that you will be involved in finding out about your, uh, Finding out about those people because we because we, we basically we, look, we need to find out uh, exactly what the candidates believe. Um, we be uh, you know, we we don't do this. Don't do this. And I apologize for the stammer in there, but don't do this. OK, don't go into this saying, hey, what's best for me? You don't don't worry about you. What's better? What you need to do is say what's best for this country. You know, that's what we need to All these, you know, evil campaign methods. That get got there. Don't get all caught up in that. What you need to do is, uh, you know, don't worry about publicity. Don't worry about how they get it out. Don't worry about how wonderful that ad was or whatever this ad. Is. All you've got to worry about is where does this person stand on godly, uh, on godly issues, on the issues of morality, on the issues of country, on the issues of patriotism, all of these things? Where do they where do they stand on those things? Um, you want to make sure that you are voting for someone with strong principles. Um, you want to vote for somebody, uh, do not, whatever you do, do not, um, vote for somebody just based on personality. Um, you want them to have a great personality, but you know what? Don't vote for them just because of that. Uh, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of crazy. I mean, goodness gracious. And plus they can put on a show. My goodness, they're just great thespians. I mean, they are. Um, they're able to do some theater, like nobody's business. I mean, you know, when it's done, you just about have all their, all their, uh, all their suits and stuff for costumes. I mean, it's just, it's crazy how they act. Um, but don't just vote for a personality. You've got to vote for the person. You've got to vote for the person. And that is so, so, uh, very important, but we do have a civic responsibility. We can help, look, we, we can help our communities. Uh, we talked about that just a little bit. Uh, our communities and our nation need intercession. You need to be interceding for them. You need to be praying for them. Look, do not stop getting on your knees and asking God to forgive our nation of its sins and to forgive us personally of our sins. Because if we do and we seek his face, he is he is willing to turn this whole thing around. And that excites me. Um, our communities, our nation, everywhere. It needs people on their knees, it needs them praying, it needs them. Uh, Loving It needs them serving. It needs them doing all these things. It is the truth, folks. And so then we have to come to a point where we say we are going to uh, we're going to be on our knees for our communities, but not just uh, our communities as a state. But we're going to be in. we're going to be in our communities at the local level. We're going to be in our communities in the church level. We're going to be in our in our communities in the civic organization level. We're going to make sure that we're involved in all these things. And I'm telling you, that's the way we begin to get it back. If you look back in history, what they did is they infiltrated the the um, the immorals, pe- immoral people, infiltrated, and socialists Im- infiltrated, and they were able to transform the education system, which is just an incredible tragedy. There's no doubt about it. It's an incredible tragedy. And breaks my heart. Absolutely breaks my heart. But they, they were able to infiltrate. So that's what we want to be able to do. We need to, to re-enter a lot of these arenas. Okay. Re-enter a lot of a lot of these places where we can get in and can do some things. Uh, some amazing stuff. And uh our communities and our nation need us to be watchmen. Oh my goodness gracious. You know, I, I think about it. I was I was actually recording just a few minutes ago for uh 8:30 service and and uh the Bible study we do on Sundays and I hope you hope you'll give it a chance and watch it and all but um but we begin the book of Nehemiah and we start talking about him going back to rebuild the walls and rebuild the gates and walls and get them right and protect the nation what a what an incredible incredible thing but here's the here's the deal here's the deal when we look at when we look at this and we say okay that we need to rebuild the walls in America. Why are we rebuilding the walls so that we can be watchmen over those walls? We can get on those walls and see out further. We need to rebuild education by bringing more and more Christian influence into it. We need to rebuild our schools and rebuild our courtrooms and rebuild our courthouses and and all these different things. We need to we need to rebuild those in the image of Christ. Our communities and our nation need us to be those watchmen. Praise God, and I hope. I certainly hope that we will. I certainly hope that we will. Let me tell you something. I know some of you are kind of, you know, eyebrow raised. I'm not sure if I still not sure if this is what I want to do. I'm still not sure if I want to um, do this. And here's why you probably would say that people are going to ridicule me, laugh at me. Uh, They're going to say stuff about me on Facebook. They said, so what? You're going to have to take a stand at some point. Okay. Going to have to take a stand at some point. Christian worldview. listen. Christian worldview, it speaks to all life. It speaks to every facet of life, including politics. And we need to understand and get that, okay? And, uh, you know, they said, you know, pe- plenty of people, plenty of people tell me that uh, nothing's going to happen. You know, this prayer is kind of crazy. Why are we praying this? Oh, you know, but no, listen, God will honor prayer if we in faith call out to him heal on our prayer so let's get let's get this back folks let's get America back we need to be involved no matter what okay this Christian world review speaks to all ages and 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 uh it speaks to uh men and women speaks to all ages it speaks to both genders it it, it speaks to it speaks to our hearts it speaks through our minds into our hearts it's, it's just a it's just an amazing thing politics, look, politics are unavoidable. You're not going to be able to avoid them forever because there are going to be certain things that they are going to enact or legislate. They're going to affect you personally. They're going to be very, very tough. And you do not want to be in that situation. And and again, back to the loving your neighbor. We have got to, we've got to do these things. We've got to have this stuff because we love our neighbor. And that's what the Bible tells us to do. It tells us to love our neighbor. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about today, because I, I know we got to hurry, is, uh, is I want to talk about you know, the government's restraint, again, that promotes good instead of evil. Oh, guys, listen to me. Guys and gals, listen to me and listen to me clearly. We have got to get a handle on what's going on in this nation, and it needs to happen through law and order. Um, you know, it, it, it's it's one thing to, you know, to say, um, you know, this particular candidate can't have rallies, and yet there are other rallies that are out there where they're busting windows and tearing down the place and burning down the place, and none of them have to have it. I don't understand all that. I just... I just don't understand all that. But what we're dealing with right now is we're dealing with a, we're dealing with a situation where we know that government promotes order, orderliness, and all those things. So we know there, you know, that that we have a responsibility to vote for the right people who will uphold the law, who will protect our police, who will protect, who will be watchmen. Okay, that's the whole idea to be watchmen. And watchmen would stand guard and watch for the enemy to come in. That is what we're called to do. As, uh, as as fathers and mothers and, and aunts and uncles, we're, we're called to do that, folks. We're called to be right in the middle of this mix. And I hope you will be. I hope you will be, folks. I I could do this every single week, talk about this until the election. I could. Different subjects, different things that are happening, I, I could do it and, uh, and enjoy every minute of it. But for right now, for right now, let me just say this as a sign-off. I'm going to tell you, you have to be involved. Get involved. It's a civic duty. It's your civic right. You need to, you need to, you need to be doing something. You need to be doing something to see some of these folks uh, get in office. All right, we'll we'll see you next time. Let's pray, Lord Jesus. We love you, praise you. Thank you, give you glory, honor, and praise. Thank you, Lord, for everything that you do because you are mighty and wonderful. I pray for our nation just a couple months away from, from an election. I pray, God, you keep us, keep us strong, keep us healthy, Lord. God, we give you praise. And for those who don't know you as Lord and Savior, God, I just pray in the name of Jesus, God, that come to know you as Lord and Savior and that they will love you and God will serve you with everything they have, God. Lord, we love you and praise you. And thank you in the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. See y'all next time. Thank you for joining us for Veins of Gold, a podcast of Mountain View Baptist Church. For information about our church and ministries, please visit our website, mvbaptist.org.